Welcome to the Influency Podcast. I'm Hadar, and today we are speaking to my student, Sarayda. Today, we have an interview in our interview series called The Immigrant Experience. So if you're a student of mine, you might already know my guest today, Sarayda. Sarayda is a student in my program, New Sound and Beyond, and Sarayda has been through a significant shift in her English and mindset in the past few years, and it has been incredible to watch. Today, I get a chance to talk to Sarayda, who shares her story as an immigrant from immigrating from Nicaragua to the U.S. when she was just 15 and didn't speak a word of English, to now speaking confidently to strangers as part of her job. She's going to share her story of overcoming challenges and learning to love her accent and embracing who she is in English. I cannot wait for you to get to know Zoraida in this beautiful and even emotional interview I had with her. Let's listen. Hi, Zoraida. How are you doing? It's so good to have you here. Oh my God, Hadar. I cannot believe I'm here talking to you. You know, I feel like I want to pinch myself just to make mm -hmm. sure that I'm talking to you because uh, actually I manifested this day oh, last nice. year. Yes, I did. Tell me more. And it's, it's beautiful how the universe, you know, work. But uh, last year, you know, when, when I did the first round in New Sound and you had a, a reunion with the members, remember? Mm -hmm. I was watching them and, and I was like, oh my God, I have to be there one day. I don't know if I was going to be alone or in a group, but look at me, <laughs> look where I am right now, I'm talking to you, yeah, so it's amazing how, how the, uniform, the universe has everything in place, and uh, it's the perfect timing for me. Amazing, and, and, and the reason why I wanted to get you on this uh, podcast and, and, and video is because I feel you have gone through a really interesting transformation, both in terms of your English, but also your mindset. And in general, your story is so inspiring. And I feel like people are going to first get inspired, but also learn a lot from your experience and your story. So I wanted to, to use this platform for you to share it um, and also to get to know you more. Yes, sure. Yes. So I was born and raised in Nicaragua, and I lived there until the age of 16, 15, actually. I was mm -hmm. almost 16. I was 15 when I moved to the U.S., mm -hmm. and uh, my family and I, we all immigrated to the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know, they wanted to have a better future for, for us, and that's how I came here. That's how my journey began here in America. I was it was I, it something that was planned or all of a sudden you realize that you're moving to a different country? It wasn't planned, but uh, because my country at that time was going through a lot of political problems, tensions. So my brother at that time was uh, 15 years old. So he was the first one who moved here, actually. Oh, wow. He came here first. Alone? So alone, my parents, they sent him here because... Uh, he was the main target. Boys were the main target for the government. So mm. 
my my wow. my parents made the decision to send him to us so he was living here with my uncles and then like a eight months later my father decided to also come here so you know to be with him and that's how everything started you know they were working really hard so to, to save money because life is very hard here in America, very hard. Yeah. So they were both, my, my brother was going to school, but he was also working a part-time to help my father. And they were both saving money to bring my mother and my siblings uh, here with, with them. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it like for a 15-year-old? That's how old you were when you moved? I was 15. Yeah. Yes. What was it like for a 15-year-old? Did you speak any English? Like, what was it like to move, to leave everything behind and move to a completely new country, culture, language? Oh, my God. So my story, Hadar, it's even more different because mm. we came here illegally. Mm. So we had to cross the Mexican border. So we made that dangerous journey through Mexico. And I didn't know, you know, at the moment, I was 15 years old, so I didn't know about the decision my parents made. But I had to listen to them. Yeah. I was only 15 at that time. So I, you know, they made the decision that we should come here. My mom had a visa, the American visa. But I don't know why she assumed that we were not going to get the visa, because we were three sisters. So they thought that maybe you know our visa was gonna be denied for some she reasons. Didn't I don't know take why. That chance. She didn't want to take the chance, so they decided to, you know, take that risk because that is like a very dangerous risk, you know, to go through Mexico, cross the river, and tell, come. tell me about that journey. Oh my God! So thank God uh, we didn't have any problems. It was like back in 1988 1989 so it was it's been a long time yeah. but things were different uh now it's a little more dangerous but i know that uh we were scared i mean i was scared but i never told my mom i was scared mm -hmm. <laughs> but i was scared but thank god nothing happened you know we were safe and we made it to the border and we crossed the river uh, the river was dry, was empty, no water. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we crossed the river to um, Texas, Brownsville, Texas. And that's how we, we came to U.S. You know, they helped us. They were helping uh, Nicaraguan citizens because of what was going on in, in my yeah. country. So uh, they gave us um, shelter, like a hotel and food and medicine. And we, we were like fine at peace at least that we made it to the other side wow crazy yeah yeah i know and it was your crazy. journey started like in, in a completely new place it was it was a new place to me you know i we probably waited at the hotel for one week because mm -hmm. i thought that my parents was gonna buy like a plane ticket but he didn't <laughs> <laughs> he bought the uh greyhound tickets <laughs> you know tickets, the bus yes, tickets know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so we uh had to 
take that journey of 24 hours, I think it was, or wow. four, 48, I don't remember, but it was a long, long uh, trip drive. From Texas to Florida. From Texas to Miami. To Miami. So mm -hmm. to Miami. And then we got to Miami. We reunited with my brother, my father. We were happy and excited because, you know, the whole family was together. And uh, Miami was good to me because Spanish was spoken. So we didn't have any problem living in Miami. I mean, mm -hmm. I was like feeling like I was in my own country, actually. <laughs> my problem was in school when they put me in school. And that's when everything changed. Mm. Tell yeah. me about that. So I went to high school. You know, my mother, they she enrolled me and my sister in. My sister was eight years old. So she was. Uh, in first grade I think second grade mm -hmm. and uh, I went to high school and my experience was not something that I was expecting you know I didn't know any word in English only maybe the basic not even broken English only thank you you know the basic yeah. and that's when I experienced bullying mm -hmm. and everything that you can imagine so yeah. people were making fun of you and yeah what yeah. feelings come up right now for you oh my god the feeling of being rejected mm. feeling of not fitting in 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 school i didn't have the power of my language anymore you know mm. so i felt like an outcast and I have never experienced hate in my life. So that was something new to me because I was new in this country. I was a teenager, you know, so I was going through all these uh, physical changes and, you know, and you having that. to be accepted as a teenager exactly. in, yeah. you know, anyway, regardless of, of the language or, yeah, and it's yeah. so hard. So it was hard because, you know, uh, and, and it didn't happen only to me, but it happens to a lot of my friends. We were all immigrants and we were experiencing the same thing. So, you know, I started to hate school. Wow. You know, I was skipping school. Hmm. I was skipping classes because... Just to avoid I, the social interaction. Just to, uh, exactly. So it was, school was like hell for me. And I was skipping school and my grades you know, were not the best, you know, and I was a good student in my country. I was in a private school. I was a good student. So uh, being here, being in, in, in high school, I think that changed me and into like a different person. You know, I became more insecure, more shy. My fear was like growing and growing. You know, I didn't believe in myself anymore. And that's when everything changed. And I, uh, I didn't want to go back to school. But thank God I finished high school. You know, I graduated high school. But I never felt like I learned English in high school. You know, I never. It was like a different times back then. You know, the, the teaching, the, uh, the way they, they, they were teaching English was different. So even my, my English teacher was from my home country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so 
<laughs> and he will he he will always be speaking Spanish all the time. Wow. So instead of English, all, yeah, uh, I didn't feel like I learned any English in high school. But I graduated. You know, I had to pass my exam, my English and my math. I studied really hard, and I still don't know how I did it, how I passed it. But I ha I actually I had a higher score in math. But I did it. I graduated. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, it's, but it was, it was a, an experience that every time I think about, uh, it brings me back those memories that I don't want to, you know, I want, I don't want to remember anymore, but I can't. So, and, and, you know, it is a part of your story and it has turned you into who you are. So ultimately, you know, it's hard to avoid those memories because they're a part of us i i have I a question because you know you are my student inside new sound and we talk a lot about mindset and limiting beliefs right like beliefs that limit your full potential what kind of beliefs does a teenage girl develops based on these experiences being bullied and ridiculed and shamed or her English and not being like others? Oh my God. My beliefs were like that I was not enough, mm -hmm. that I was not capable, that, was, that I was not a native speaker, that my English sucks, mm -hmm. that, you know, everything bad was in my mind. All, only negativity was in my mind. And that created uh, a negative person in me because I didn't believe in myself. And I was always listening to these inner voices in my head telling me, you're not enough. You're not gonna do it. You're not a, a native. So even if I was trying and trying, you know, I was, uh, for me, I felt like it wasn't enough. Never was enough. Yeah. yeah. It was never enough. And that was like and a belief that I have. And, and when you have an experience, when you try to speak a language and that experience is traumatic, then this is associated with, uh, with speaking or putting yourself out there. And I can imagine that, you know, there is like this fear of being or feeling the same traumatic experience when communicating in English. Did you avoid speaking English after high school? And I, you know. I didn't avoid, but it was difficult. It was very hard in Miami to actually, you know, speak in English because mm. Spanish was spoken 24-7, even at work. So I was working at the Home Depot in customer service, and mm -hmm. most of my customers were Latinos. So, you know, I, every day I, I was speaking in Spanish all the time. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted to practice because deep inside, this is what I wanted. You know, I wanted to become fluent. I wanted to have a better accent. I wanted to speak like a native speaker, but that that's when I was younger. Now I think I, I'm not, I don't care about that anymore. You know, I feel happy to who I am right now that, you know, having an accent is not going to stop me because I have my own voice and I have to love myself. This is who I am. I am an, an immigrant and I have to love myself first. I don't care about having uh, the best accent or anything like that. And this is something that was, 
is is it rather new or is it rather yeah. new <laughs> it's new and i think that everything changed since uh after i joined new sound for sure you know last year when i joined new sound i think that i was a different person you know i was speaking in english but i didn't have the confidence that i have now mm. you know i practice of course my english here with my sons and but it's not the same because sometimes sometimes they it's not the same because having a community like beyond or new sound is different i want to i want to talk about what you just like mentioned a little bit so you have three sons and they're you know they speak english since um you know that's their uh, first language do you feel uh, sometimes that they tease you or they um comment on your english oh my god all the time <laughs> 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 all my students who have children all, all the time i mean uh, so my first two sons they were born in miami mm -hmm. and actually they their first language was spanish mm -hmm. because they grew up with my mom and my dad we, you know we were living together i was a single mom and uh spanish was spoken in the house 24/7 so that was you know their native language actually so uh yeah when they started school and they were learning english now everything changed so uh i think that uh i was also learning english when they were going to school because you know everything that they were learning i was also learning but i was not speaking <laughs> i was not practicing yeah. my english yeah. so i was just helping them with homework and uh school but they were always like making fun of me like if i say something wrong they will and i will take it very personal and you know i never say anything to them but uh i didn't like it you know mm -hmm. i didn't like it but that's how it was but now uh I, they can tease me they can say whatever i don't care anymore <laughs> okay so this has to do also with the mindset shifts because you don't associate any comments about your english with your self-worth no not anymore yeah not anymore yeah i think that after uh you know finishing new sound my first round and going through this experience in new sound and now in beyond and also your english my english uh mindset you know so it has helped me a lot and uh i think i'm yeah i'm different i'm a different person i'm not the same person i was before yeah so from from that experience and transformation what can you say to people who are where you were <clears throat> let's say five years ago ten years ago Ooh, this is a hard question because everyone is different mm. and everyone has th their own struggles you know uh what would you, you know, say for to zoraida Oh my god. I just graduated <laughs> high school. Or... Uh yeah. I will tell her to uh believe more in herself. Believe because you're smart. You can do it. And it's possible. And at that moment in high school, I didn't have the support that I needed. You know, even my parents, you know, they were always busy working, so I never felt that support mm. that I wish I had but you know if I you know if I had the opportunity to go back to my younger years probably I will maybe uh, do things differently 
but I can't anymore. You know, it's it's my past, and uh, now I have to move on and live my life and live the present, my present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it like for your parents immigrating Sorry. to a new country in English? Yeah. Just so my parents, they never actually had a problem, Hadar, because they were we were living in Miami. So it was <laughs> it just was Spanish. Spanish. So. At work so they didn't have any problem you know we have everything we wanted in Miami we can find anything you know even in the supermarket in the 90s you can find so we didn't miss home you know we were like like living in, in our own country and it was easy for them and for me but uh, my only struggles was uh, English because that's what I wanted you know maybe some people they don't care they don't want you know but that's what I wanted you know I wanted to become fluent one day and the meaning and the the meaning of fluency for me was different back then I thought that it was being fluent meant to be uh, not I mean uh, being fluent to me was uh, not making mistakes or Mm -hmm. speak speak like a native speakers or um, something like that you know that was my idea of fluency And it took me more than 20 years to finally realize that, you know, that's not what fluency is. But what what is fluency? For me, fluency is to be able to uh, convey my speech and to feel understood and to feel natural, to feel that this is who I am. This is my voice. So accept me for my voice. Because I'm, 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 uh, this is who I am. I mean, I, I'm not going to be pleasing people, you know, because some people, they, yeah, they make fun of you or your English or your accent, because I still have a lot of people telling me, oh, but you've been living here in the States for many years and you still have an accent, mm. you know, and it, it, it's hard. And I felt ashamed before of that before, but, um, now I feel like uh, I have overcome that that belief that I had. Yeah, I don't believe. And I, I bet that anyone who says that have never experienced, uh, anyone who says that has never experienced speaking a second language because they don't know what it's like to exactly. speak a second language and to, and to own or acquire a new <laughs> accent because... It's not just, oh, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really hard because people assume that just because you live in here, and that was also my assumption, you know, that I thought that I was going to be fluent and speak like a native speaker in, in one month mm-hmm. and that everything was going to be like a piece of cake for me. But that was, that was not the reality, you know, reality is different. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes uh, maybe for some people, for, for some people, maybe it's easier, but uh, we are all different and everyone has uh, their struggles. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I noticed about you is that you're like a very diligent student and you're a really hard worker, both inside Aww. the program and, and very committed and passionate about the work. Uh, but it also seems that this is how you are in your real life. Like, I think when you started New Sound, you had three jobs. Now you have two jobs. You, you know, you have yeah. three sons, right? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, like what I remember most is that we had a meetup in New York and you came oh my God. Berlin, uh, <laughs> in a car just to meet us uh, yes. in between shifts, you know, and, and, and you gave me this beautiful gift that I wanted to wear that, oh I, put on and that I, yeah. I left it at home. And I was like, oh, shoot, I wanted to put it yeah. on. Um, and that really touched me, like the effort, everyone made a huge effort to come in, but yeah. I, I, I remember you driving there and, uh, which was really moving. Uh, I know. Yeah. It was a, a great experience because it was in, I think it was the first month of new sound. The first, I think it was last year, October. Is that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, I wasn't sure, you know, if, if I should come or not, but I wanted to go, you know, I, you know, I was eager to go and meet you because that, that was my dream to meet you in person. So I, you know, I didn't want to go alone and I, mm-hmm. I asked my friend to come with me. So she uh, came with me to New York and uh, I remember like driving and, and thinking about how everything is going to be, you know, I was thinking about meeting, uh, members in New Sound and I remember that going through that tunnel when I was in the Uber driving to Manhattan I remember uh like I was I was shaking I was nervous because you know I was very shy very insecure but still I wanted I wanted to do it you know so I I got to New York and then uh, going through the elevator, you know, and then when the, the door opened and I saw you and you gave me a big hug. So uh, that was everything for me. <laughs> that was one yeah. of the best days of my life. Mine too. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, the food was the food was delicious. I think I ate like three times. <laughs> <laughs> The bagels and salads, everything was good. Yeah. So what do you, how do you use English today? And what do you do if you want to share with us a little bit about how your, your life looks like now? Oh my God. So I have like a crazy life because I have two jobs now. I, I am a CNA, like a nurse assistant. So I work at night. I have the night shift and sometimes I work three times, three days, I'm sorry, uh, or two nights or three nights, depending. And then during the day and during the week, I drive for Uber, Uber Connect, like Amazon. And uh, that's what I do on my daily basis. I love driving and sometimes I have reservation. So I pick up people and I, now I'm talking to them nonstop. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I am not ashamed, you know, to start the converse, conversation anymore. You know, I am, yeah, I, I feel more confident and it's incredible to see how how I'm changing and how my English is also changing because I think that my English is, sounds different, you know, my voice is different and I'm not here to change my accent, I'm not to worry about that anymore, but I'm here to have fun yeah. and to love myself, to enjoy my process, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm here. And, and I think like you know, even opportunities like speaking to strangers in an Uber, right? Like you discover a, a, a human being in a 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute ride and 
Uh, yeah. That is only possible because of the language. It is. Yeah. And sometimes they, we have like long conversations, you know, sometimes I take uh, riders to the airport. So we, it's like a 45 minutes drive and we talk nonstop. Wow. And, you know, they always give me like a, a, a big, a good compliment and they tell me, oh, you're good. You're so cool. You're so nice. You know, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's good. I, I, I feel very happy that I, now I feel more confident, you know, to open my mouth and finally, you know, start a conversation. You know, I was not able to do that before. New sound, yeah. definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm different. It's such a privilege to be a part of your journey. Oh my God. So yeah. To just hear it now, like the, not the full story, but part of it. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a lot of stories with Uber, you know, <laughs> but yeah, but I can imagine it's... maybe you should write a book or start a TikTok telling stories. Yeah, it's stories. Uh, uh, good stories, uh, Halloween stories <laughs> or ha uh, Halloween yeah. stories. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, do you but, uh, come across a lot of drunk people at the end of the night or no? Because you weren't no, during the day. I don't drive during the night. Uh, and if I do, I, um, I only try to pick up females. Mm, okay. So I was driving uh, for the last Halloween and I did it because I had a few reservations and I picked up, I picked up this girl. She was drunk mm. and she uh, threw up in my car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes it had she to was, happen once as oh my god i mean yeah. thank god that it wasn't uh, a lot but you know the smell of these oh god this is horrible and but she was she was uh apologizing telling me i'm so sorry i'm gonna give you a good tip so you can clean your car don't worry please don't send an email to uber because if i sent like a, a report probably she's going to be charged like $400. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she was just, you know, asking me not to do it. So I didn't do it. And she gave me a tip. So, and she was nice and cool. So, you know, I, I didn't have the heart to do that, you know? Yeah. What other yeah. Um, uh, memorable story do you have from an Uber drive? Oh man, I'm oh my god, I'm trying to remember. Like girls are more crazy than boys, actually. You know, mm -hmm. young girls are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I also pick up uh like college students and sometimes they are kind of drunk and yeah, yeah they can say things inside, you know, in the car and and things that are not appropriate, but I mean <laughs> I have a few stories. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> we will let our yeah. audience's imagination yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. But it, it, it's cool. It's cool because I love driving. So I enjoy every ride that I, that I make every day. Wow. <laughs> it's, so, it's so wonderful to love what you do. Is that yeah. the driving and then also speaking to other people? Yeah, I'm speaking. I come home. I stop. I I come, I clean, I do my laundry, I go back, and that's that's my crazy life every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm in Beyond, I'm in New Sound, so I'm, you know, um, it's 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 a lot, but I love what I'm doing. I think that I'm uh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. So uh, 
I feel that uh, I'm at the place that I have to be right now. And wow. beyond a new sound is the best place for me. Oh, well, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. amazing to have you. And I'm so happy that thank this you. is where you're at. And Zoraida, thank you so much for sharing your story and opening up and, you know, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. I appreciate it. And thank you. <clears throat> thank you, Hadar. Thank you for showing, interesting my story. Yeah. <laughs> what are your plans for, for the upcoming years? My plans are, you know, I always wanted to go back to school. Mm. That was my dream. That was my goal. And I never completed my university study. So uh, that was one of my dream. Uh, so I'm planning on going back. I'm, I'm not young anymore, but that's not going to stop me, you know. So I'm just getting prepared and preparing myself. Yeah. But I and think once uh, you do, you know, yeah. we're going get to get, get you back here so you can share <laughs> that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Hadar. Good. All right, Zoraida. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Hadar. It's my pleasure. Hmm. Okay. Bye. All right, Soraida, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. And everyone, thank you so much for watching this today. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day. And I will see you next week in the next video. Bye.